Hello there. I'm Kellek. Oma. Shraya. Faraday. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had made your way to Oakenspire, a massive capital city in the nation of Kaldur, in hopes of rescuing Olma's friend Xavier. Along your way, you had either seen or discovered that a couple other people who you had known or are known of uh, were also captured in the same prison, that being Zeta and Timmy. You guys had made your way throughout the city and actually gone back to Hayfried, who had told you that he might send someone your way who could help you break into the prison. Going back to Oakenspire, you guys were greeted by Faraday, a copper dragonborn who said that she used to work at the prison and might be able to help get you guys in and navigate a little bit. After some tense negotiation, you guys had sort of come up with a hesitant plan, and after a good meal, you guys are heading back to the inn in order to get a long rest and start to enact that plan for the next day. So, as you all arrive at the inn that you guys are staying at, what would you all like to do? I would like to sit with Faraday and um, create a new um, document to go along with our other document stamped by the seal to really define what we are, who we are and why we're there. So I want to partner with her to really make sure it's worded correctly um, in a way that she has seen before so that when we go to the prison tomorrow, we have a signed, sealed document that says we're there to um, we're basically like there to investigate the health and safety of the um, okay. prisoners. Is that going to be an exact copy of what you currently have, or is this going to be a new looking form, new looking document? It's going to be a new document similar to what we already have. We're going to use it in 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 conjunction with our other document, gotcha. so we're going to use both. But mm-hmm. this one's going to say we're not just a traveling um, healer and and his minions, but we're also here specifically for this reason today. Okay, gotcha. Um, so as you guys walk into the inn, um, you guys see once more that it is a fairly open space. Um, and Olma and Faraday, you guys actually go over to that long table where you guys had breakfast. Um, you see that no one is currently there as, <laughs> as the evening is winding down. So you guys find two chairs at the end of, of the table and sit down and begin to forge uh, this new document. So Faraday, um, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check at advantage. Oh, I wanted me to do it. You wanted I'm you to do it? I'm the one doing it. Okay, if you're the one, you're the one writing it. Okay. I was using her help to do it. Gotcha. But I'm okay. the one writing it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, then I'm going to switch that over to Oma. Oma. Oma you roll steals the quill out of her hand. <laughs> Let me do it. Your handwriting is bad. <laughs> that is a 21. A 21. Yes. Okay. Um, so as you are forging this document, each line is is expertly crafted, and you're even surprising yourself with some of the language that you're using. And um, spending too much time around Calic. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Faraday, I'm gonna have you make a uh, perception check for me. Nineteen. A nineteen. Um, you double check this document. 
it looks pretty official. You're you're sort of lining it up with what you've got in your head of what you've seen before and almost done a pretty good job. It looks very official. Um, you know that there's no real one set standard for the documents that, that come through, um, but you do know that this looks official enough for sure. Um, so as you guys finish that up, what are the rest of you doing? I would like to approach um, Faraday and I just say uh, ca- as casually as I can, uh, are there any other? Are there any kinds of uh, utility animals that are used in the in the prison complex? Uh, I haven't um, been completely open about this with you yet, but I can assume many different forms. <laughs> Something I don't even completely understand how I do it myself yet, but uh, it is a tool that we might have at our, at our disposal here. Well, typically we've got just standard guards going around. Are you inquiring as to um, sort of creatures that may be used to um, corner us or attack us, or are you just looking for how standard a beast may be present in the prison? Yes, if, if there were a uh, some type of being or creature walks on a some number of legs, goes through the prison, uh, w- what would be normal to see there? I suppose that's what I'm after here. <laughs> so, typically not many animals are present uh, standard uh, within the prison. I was worried about that. I turn over, I turn to the, uh, who's in close earshot? Uh, probably Oma, right? Yeah, if, if they're forging the document together, that's, right. they're together. I'm just making sure our room is booked for the, for the second night here. Okay. That leads me to my next point. I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm rather more nervous about this particular expedition than any that we've attempted in the past, and, uh, well, I'm hoping maybe I can assume a form of a small being, a very tiny creature. Maybe I could be shuttled in on someone's person when we go in. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone would be interested in I make my way back over. carrying what? me. Yeah, I'll carry you. Do you want to be like a little tiny mouse? That was uh, one of my ideas, yes. I would want to be what was most prudent. Maybe you'd rather be an owl, Shreya? Oh, yes, yes, maybe. Maybe maybe I could be an omen. Maybe I could assume the form that I love so much. That's not to be too ominous. I would like to have a little mouse in my pocket. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I suppose uh, a mouse would not be uh, too much of a surprise down there either if you needed to make an escape. Yeah, and mice can fit in small spaces and that could be something we could use potentially. Yes. You would have to tell me what to do. I wouldn't be able to communicate back with you, which we'd have to develop some kind of maybe tapping or or maybe I could do a dance to with my feet to try to tell you what I thought of what you were saying. How about you just don't do anything unless we, like, point it in a direction? Can you understand us when you're in a form? I can't remember if we really figured that out. Oh, yes, I I can hear you and I can understand things. I just, I'm limited by the physical form I'm occupying. Um, here's what you can do. If you ever want to do something, you can crawl up my body as a little mouse and you can put your paw on my face. Okay. And then you could point with your paw in a certain direction and then I'll know that you want to go there. That's, that's, that's good for directions, yes. I think that's a start. I don't think mice can make plans, so... Speaking of the plan, uh, what are we going to do with Timmy? 
We're supposed to tell him to be... Let's wait until we go up to our room. <clears throat> oh, and I look around. Does anyone seem to be watching and listening? <laughs> Make a perception check. Right, <laughs> 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 right. Can I aid him in that? Yeah, um, if you'd like to also make a perception check, you can. I'm just sort of frowning and nodding apprehensively at all of this discussion. Um, I got a total of 20. 21. 21. Um, looking around, there is uh, just the dwarven man behind the, the counter that Kayla had just purchased another night with. Um, no one seems to be looking. Yeah, if we just, if we finished up our document, we can head upstairs. Okay, I think that's wise. All right, you guys make your way back upstairs and are greeted once again with the, the same room that you guys had previously. Um, you guys can still see just a, a little bit of like sticky residue in the corner. Not too much, but... Uh, ah, still some there. I begin fastidiously cleaning it. All right. What are the rest of you doing? All right. Should we talk about the plan for tomorrow and yeah. just like step by step what we're going to do? Well, I know that we were planning on saying Timmy was sick, but I didn't find anything in the library that could help with that. Well, uh, I found uh, there's a, a disease that might fit our, suit our needs. Uh, it's called dream rot. Uh, it wouldn't show any uh, external signs. It's something uh, that would happen to his mind. Uh, his brain would begin to deteriorate and um, he'd go nuts. And uh, that might be enough for us to go on. We're not actually going to give him it, right? No, it, it'd be a ruse. Right. Wow. Yeah. Dream so, rot. Uh, so uh, my thinking is in the morning, I'll uh, contact him, try and give him the, the heads up on uh, faking his uh, illness. And then the rest is in the execution. And then Not what? Her- put to find a point on the word. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, send, we'll send Tammy and, and hopefully Zeta away. Oh, right. Because we're going to say we need Zeta to help us with the curing of Timmy. That's right. Right. So my thinking is Zed is the only person who can do the procedure to heal Dream Rat. Right. Uh, I highly doubt anyone at the temple uh, will have the knowledge necessary to doubt that. Um, uh, but uh, my is, only concern is Dream Rat contagious? It is. So maybe we also don't want to risk getting anybody who's not in prison contagious. Contaged. 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 That sounds technically accurate. And then, and then, so they'll feel like, oh, if we use Zeta, then we won't get anybody else sick. And then if they both die, they both die. Right. Uh, They may wish to send someone with them, though. I I think I can work something out that it must be done in Latiel's temple. Like behind closed doors or something? Yeah. Well, when we went to Latiel's temple, there was that chamber, uh, uh, that sort of uh, basement area that was kind of soundproofed. Right. And I think that it makes as much sense as any other. As a okay. Location. Okay. So we'll send them away, and then and then what? Are we gonna? Well, if they need an escort of guards or something, I don't know how they escape from them. That's well, they'll figure world. it out. They're just gonna have to we, figure it out. We can always come back after we get Xavier, provided right? we have the time. Yeah, Xavier. Or what if we what if we told them to escape somehow and sent them sent them ahead of us, sent them to meet us at the at the at the circle. My only concern is uh, if they weren't able to escape capture the first time, why would they do it now? We're getting him away from... Well, last time they couldn't escape capture because he was on a boat. Timmy was on a boat surrounded by enemies. But Zeta was presumably in her We temple, don't know. We don't know that. Surrounded by allies. Well, maybe she thought that maybe maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was gotten a drop on. Besides, the stakes have consid- considerably uh, increased for them. Yeah. So, so now they know that there's no way to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can tell them 
through through your through your. I can tell Timmy. I can, you can tell I Timmy how to how to get to the circle. That way we don't have to like, because if we're leaving the prison quickly, we gotta get to the circle fast. And like we can't be going all over the world trying to reach them. So maybe we just tell them to meet us there. Having had very limited experience with Timmy, uh, I would say it's a lot of responsibility to put on this boy's shoulders. Well, it might be better to tell Zeta to do this. Give we her the directions. Can't. We can't tell Zeta. Maybe when she comes up to help us with Timmy, we can find a moment to tell her. If any of these dominoes fall as they might, uh, then I think handing Zeta the burden would be wise. I have an idea. Yes. Um, yes. So I'm really good at making notes. What if I make a really, 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 really tiny note for Zeta and I slip it to her when we see her tomorrow? That's sensitive. And hopefully they don't confiscate it when we're searched. I don't know. Do they? Um, I'll turn to what, if, what if my? What if I keep it with my mouse? Uh, I mean, I'll still be holding it. I would have no pockets to put the note in, and even if I had them, they'd be incredibly small. Put, put uh, it between your teeth. Yeah, and then you could probably make the transition yourself. You could deliver the note. Um, Faraday, how thorough are the searches to get inside the prison? That is actually part of the thing that we need to discuss. Kellick, if you could please bring out the blueprints. Uh, right. Uh, got them here. Take a look at that. I'm while they're doing this, I'm gonna start drafting the note of like how to get to the circle and what levers to pull and and like how to get to where they need to go. I'm gonna make a little map for them. Okay. I'm very apprehensively looking at the map and like looking away and just kind of twirling my staff at really uncomfortable. Okay. So what you see here is we're going to enter through the checkpoints. There are two checkpoints. The first one is where they will general inspection, look at our documentation, make sure it covers everyone that is included in the document and our purpose within. And then the second, at, at the second checkpoint, they will confiscate all weaponry. As I'm military personnel, I'm hoping that they will allow me to still maintain my equipment. However, they will take weapons and inspect any equipment that we are bringing in and they will store it at least in one of the staff offices. Um, I think I'll leave all my weapons here. It doesn't really make sense for me to have weapons, so mm-hmm. I don't have a lot anyway. I just have all these daggers. <laughs> I'm just going to leave them here. I think I'll do the same. Then do you suppose? Well, you could recall it, I guess. Yeah, I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. I can just leave my stuff here at the inn. I mean, I don't really need my backpack. The other thought I had was um, we might be able to uh, fake a military status for you. It, yeah, I was also thinking just now it might be good for me to have my weapons because if I'm the bodyguard or the protection, it would make sense that I have my weapons on me. Maybe, and then I could just call them from the yeah, prison. Yeah, maybe just to. bring the ones that you can call. Yeah. Yeah. I concur. All right. Um, okay, so 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 they're gonna check for weapons and stuff, but like if I just have a teeny teeny parchment. tiny note parchment like tucked into my shirt, will they find it? That I do not. I cannot guarantee. But if you've got a little mouse and you are a child, so it may just be something that they can say is you're just a child and that's part of your game. And so if you really play up yeah. having this little friend, that may work to our advantage. But. <laughs> Worst case scenario, destroy the note before they can read it. Exactly. What if I keep so it in my mouth? Then it'll I will get wet. eat it. If oh. need be, just tap me twice and I will eat the note. That's a good plan. I like that. I love this. So 
we will then have to make our way over to records and once we get to records we will have to try to find out um what cell your friends are in oh right how are we supposed to get to timmy Oh, we're doing a checkup, right? That's right. Okay. So the pretense is we're inspecting the health and safety of the uh, inmates at this prison. Got it. Um, will they escort us or will they leave us to our own devices? This will sort of depend on how we present ourselves and how how well they believe our documentation. So I have another, um, I have another, I have another, um, um, potion again that, that'll make you that'll make you a good talker. I actually have one of those too so I don't know who else will be doing talking but well, maybe we'll use one and then and then we'll use the second one if we have to. And just leave the talking to whoever has the potion? Or or do you think, Kalik, should you and I both take them? I think that might be good. Okay. Shrug. Yeah, we'll both take one. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun to be really good at talking. I'll also use my, try to use my, my standing and the fact that I'm still military personnel. I used to work here as hopefully they will entrust that I still understand the rules of this prison. Yeah, you can be our guide. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else should so we, we know? Go to records. What Hopefully else do we need we to know? we can find the necessary records, but we have to maintain that we're looking over well, the relative health, health if, of everyone. If we're, like, supposed to be checking everyone, won't they just start going down the line? Do we even need the records? We'll eventually land on Timmy. The records are, will help us if things go awry. And also, when we find Timmy, we have to know that Zayn is there. We have to have some reason why we're able oh, to pull got it. Zeta from wherever she's being kept. Okay, so get to records. And then how are we going to fast track to Timmy so we don't have to check so, seven so million I people? Think, we'll, so just, we'll, we'll just make a, a brisk uh, uh-huh, move and, of it. And then once we find Timmy, um, I have an idea of how we can get back to, to to Xavier faster instead of having to check everybody. What if what if we say that what if we say that um, that this this disease affects people who have more um, more power? And so we have to go to the bottom level level to make sure that nobody else is sick. Right. Because once it, we find the dream rat, uh, the stakes go up, and we have to go all the way down to their most powerful uh, persons because if they get dream rot, then the prison will explode. It'll be a, yeah. a nightmare. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Um. So my only other thought is, what if Zeta is like a serial killer or something? <laughs> we don't know anything about her. And what's our what's our felt safe, right? What's our what's our our last straw is we got to get Xavier, right? That's yeah. the end of it. Yeah. So if we get split up, if anything goes awry, uh, um, if they, we get ca- if they catch on to us, then we're just blitzing to um, Xavier's cell, uh, yeah. which I assume is at the bottom level. I think order of importance would be Xavier, Timmy, Zeta. Uh huh. I'm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get them all. Can but. I shrug? <laughs> but. I, I'm Xavier, I'm, Timmy, Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Um. I'm. I'm just like nodding, nodding, nodding. I'm. I'm looking through all of my stuff to make sure I have everything I need. So I'm like putting the potions aside, and then I'm gonna get the thread that is supposed to help us remove Xavier from his. Um. From his. Um, magical cuffs and I'm going to like wrap it in a bow around well I can't do that yet I'm gonna like prep it to wrap in a bow around um, the mouse's like neck so that it's like a little like bow so it looks like a pretty little collar tomorrow so I'm just like prepping if we make it to Xavier's cell undiscovered uh, then he has a very bad case and he's got to be removed right away right um well, we're hoping that maybe he can do something by the time we get him out of those cuffs. If he's know, in the cuffs... But imagine if we could just walk out of the place. <laughs> I highly doubt they'll let us take Xavier out. That's true. 
But maybe we can try and get him but to a temple. Maybe that's how we can get in, though. Right. To his cell. Yeah. Um, or I just need to inspect him more closely. There might be. Uh, and to do that, we need him out of the cuffs. Yeah. Because you well, need to use the magic on him, and well, if we're not being in, if we're not being followed, we can just get him out of the cuffs ourselves. Right. Um, are there any ways for people to Faraday? Are there any ways for people to like magically see what we're doing in cells? Like, do they have any? I don't know, like ways of 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 scrying on us and seeing what's happening in their in their cells. Typically, there's not a lot of use of magic. My more important concern that um, you may not have uh, picked up on with regards to how well they locked down these areas is we will have to it will not be an issue to get down to sub-level one we need a key for each particular sub-block that we're going into so if Timmy is in one sub-block and Zeta is in another and I'm guessing Xavier will be in another we will need different keys but if we're investigating the health and safety, wouldn't we just get keys for all of them so that we can investigate everyone? If we can convince them that that is what is needed. So that well, is three different, potentially see. three different keys that we will need in order to access even just the elevator to so get to the where individual are the block. Where are the keys kept? Each guard, um, so uh, at each guard post, they have a copy of the keys in a lockbox. When a guard goes on rounds, they keep a copy of the key on their person, on their belt. At each floor, there's a... So on each floor, there's a key or just at the top? So they, on sub-level one, uh, at the main guard post, there are... We have to check in with the, the guard post of the sub-block that we are going to go to. They will assess if they need an... Es- if we need extra escorts or... Hopefully, per our plan, assuming that they will accept me as your escort, they will then uh, provide a key and we will use the key to ascend down into the particular sub-block. And we need so, the key to get in. We need the key in the elevator mm-hmm. to bring it down as well as to bring it up. So my recommendation would be, um, Timmy's probably going to be closer to the top. So we'll get Timmy and, and, and we'll see Timmy. Um, and then once we realize that he has... Dream rot. We can get keys for the bottom, and 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 we don't have to get a key for Zeta because we'll have the records, and we'll just know that Zeta is the only one who can help him, so they can go get Zeta themselves. We don't have to get Zeta. At every mention of going down and like going to another key and having to go through another locked area, you just see like a dull freak out expression just spreading across Shrya's face. Yeah, I think we have a good base. I, I think we have good options. What are the essential materials here, right? We convince them of our cause. We get the registry of the the, the, the list of prisoners mm-hmm. in some fashion or another. And we need these keys. Yes. Right? And that, that's a different key per cell. Uh, sorry if you've already said. No, it's a different key um, per sub-block. Per block. Alright. Okay, so... So that's how many so, sub-blocks? Four? So four different keys, um, ideally. But if, barring that just the, the last one well we can determine how many keys we need once we get the record book right correct okay so I think we know what we need to do right is there anything Faraday is there anything else that you know that we should know that we don't know yet because I don't know what I don't know and 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 and, and maybe you know what I don't know so I'm going to recommend after interacting with you all and seeing the temperament 
of two particular party members, and I look pointedly at Kellick and at Oma. What? You will have to keep your your composition. So we do not need extra energy brought to us, any extra attention brought to us. This is the mission. I don't bring extra energy to myself. Um, Kellick is really controlled. He... Um, tells I am us a beacon of composure. He tells us all not to make a fuss. A paragon of decency. I lean towards Shreya. I kind of see what she's talking about. Yes, uh, when he becomes not himself, but maybe that is himself. I'm not sure. We will be discreet. <laughs> all right. And with that, um, <laughs> you guys all have been feeling effect- the effects of the day. And uh, you guys going to go take a long rest? Yes, yes. sir. Yeah, during during like the day and like just the long rest, I'd like to just spend time with the books, uh, learning, reading, and paying attention and taking notes on spells and and comparing the abjuration book to my iron light book. And then I'd also, if I have the time, I would like to bring out the bestiary and uh, just write down what I could remember back when we fought um, elementals. I can't remember if I did that yet or not. I don't believe you have. So I would like to just spend like an hour or so just writing down all the stuff that I noticed from the elementals. Okay. Um, make a uh, intelligence check for me. Just oh, straight okay. intelligence. Cool. Intelligence. Oh, okay. oh actually, <laughs> good. a total of 20. Total of 20. Yeah. Um, you know, you've seen them up close and personal. You've seen air elementals yeah. up close and personal. Um, so you get a very detailed record of what you saw, what they could do. Um, and even a little bit of like their their origins of how they came nice. through the uh, through the the tear in space. Uh, so yeah, you get a very detailed account. Awesome. And, and is that just for air elementals, or is that just for okay, air? Okay, got it. Okay, yes. write it down. Thank you. No problem. Uh, during the night, um, I'm going to attempt to sleep, but be so riddled with anxiety, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And in the time that I'm not able to sleep, I am going to walk outside of the inn and attempt to find the local type of mouse that inhabits the city or whatever type of rodent <laughs> inhabits the city in an effort to be more convincing. Okay, I'm going to have you make a uh, nature check for me. As you're looking around at possible places that uh, a rodent would be, see if you find one. All right. Uh, 15. 15. Um, you look around for a couple minutes and uh, eventually you see like a little street gutter and you see this, uh, this little, uh, rat that's just like chewing on a, a little piece of bread that's been discarded, um, as he then sees you and takes off and runs down an alleyway. But eventually you're able to catch up with him and, uh, sort of see exactly what he looks like, the, the tone of gray in his fur, um... The, how the first stops at the tail, and the tail kind of comes out to this this winding pink, um, and you get a you get a pretty good inspection of uh, of the rat. Briefly, I just lower my beak, and I whisper, "How's your life here? Are you satisfied?" It looks terrified <laughs> that it is in the clutches of this giant bird. Yes, well. I tend to say nothing at all, too, when I'm in a meditative place. Good luck to you on your travels. Decent, decent creature. And I just sort of give it a little pat on the head and send it down the street. All right, and it's, its legs start moving before it even hits the ground, and it is it takes off, um, and it rounds a building, and you do not see it anymore. Uh, b- 
before I go back to the inn, uh, in the time that I'm just awake, because I'm just riddled with this anxiety, I would like to casually go to the area in the city where the prison is and observe it at a distance. Okay, are you looking for anything in particular? I just want to get a sense of the timing of the different entries and exits and the type of personnel who uh, leave and go in and just any other uh, protocol anything I could glean about the protocol of the entering and the exiting of the place. Okay, um, make an investigation check for me. Oh, that is a 17. 17. Um, so you see, after a little while, you see a rotation of the guards on the top of the wall. Um, it's a pretty consistent rotation as they're walking in um, triplets. There's three of them walking around at all times, um, stopping at each post, and then another three goes. And then they stop at another post, and another three goes. They've got sort of like this dance around the wall um, that you can see. Uh, all perfectly timed, perfectly coordinated. And you see at the front gate where the entrance is, um, you see this massive this massive entryway to get into the prison and you see five dwarven guards on either side of the entryway, each of them holding spears and shields, um, all heavily armored and just guarding the front of this, this prison. I, seeing this and observing for a decent amount of time, then mope and a little bit of a mope in my walk, but also a little bit of a shudder and uh, every few feet that I go, I kind of clench up my fists and make my way back to the inn and try to get some sleep. Okay. And as you do, uh, you walk back in and everyone else is sound asleep um, as the rest of you are woken by the gentle light of morning. You guys all wake up. You all have taken a long rest. What is the first thing you all want to do? I'm, I'm just grabbing the things that I know I need. Um... And, um, looking around, um, shall we? I'm going to, um, uh, as, as uh, almost says this in turns, uh, I, I have been uh, kneeling in my spot next to the window, uh, and I will, um, reach up and to the vibrating thread, pull it to my palm, and twist it, and I will... What's the range? It's it's infinite, right? I think so. Sending? I believe same, so. Same same yeah. plane, I think. Yeah, mm. I will cast sending. Ajunkis uh, uh, to Timmy. Timmy, it's Kalik. We're breaking you out. You must fake dream rot disease. Hallucinate during the day, and your brain is dying. Have fun with it. And a couple of moments pass, and you hear echoing back within your head. I think I can manage that. I'll be ready for you guys. I assume you want me to start now, so I'll get going. (laughs) (laughs) And I open my eyes, I open one eye and then the other, and I tentatively nod at the gang. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, that's done. Um, um... Okay, 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 okay. Um, try it. Do you need to turn into a mouse now or later? I would prefer to now so that if anyone has any questions, I was just up here in this room all day. Okay, my pocket's kind of tiny, so make sure you can fit into it. 
All right. And I focus really hard on the being that I met during the night. I uh, hold the crystal of my staff to my forehead. It starts to glow. And then it just starts to sprout fur. And then the fur spreads down from the crystal and covers the whole staff. The staff then merges with my body and everything on my person just starts balling itself up, almost like a mass of like spiders that they're all crawling together. This like mass of fur just kind of congeals and starts to shrink and shrink and shrink as hair just kind of disperses everywhere. And then uh, from this big kind of tuft of hair, uh, you, you, you see this little poof and pop and uh, a rat not much different than the rat that Ethan described is now kind of <laughs> teetering and uh, twitching a little bit mm. at your feet. I like I his thought, little pink tail. I thought you'd be cuter. Oh, he looks cute, Olma. And I just like pet the top of his head. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And I'm going to take the bow and I'm going to wrap the the um, the um, no magic thing around his neck. Nip a nice little pretty bow. And... Um, As you begin wrapping the string around Shrya's neck. Um, Shrya, as soon as it makes contact with you, you can feel your form start to like bulge and pop out. Okay, I'll Um, take it off. And he shrinks back into a (laughs) wrap. I was thinking that. I was really worried for a second. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll just like roll it up into a little ball like it's lint and keep it in my pocket. Okay. All right. (laughs) Maybe make sure Shrya's in the other pocket. (laughs) Okay, I'll keep it in my pants pocket. Shrya's gonna be in my cloak pocket, and I pick up Shrya, and I put him in my cloak pocket. And, this and whole I also wrap up, and I also hold up my little map, and and I've tried to make it in such a way that my map looks like it's just a a normal map, and but I've put like footprints to where I won't wear to the to the to the um um to the circle. Um, but the footprints don't really look like footprints. Like they, they, like they clearly are a track. But, but I've made it in such a way that maybe it doesn't look like that if you get a quick look at it, and it just looks like a map of the city. Like I get lost all the time, and I need a map. Okay. All right. Um, anything else that you guys are prepping before you head over to the prison? I'm just gonna look as clean and polished as possible. I, okay. I spend extra time making sure my hair isn't poofing out in weird directions. Resetting my bandage and straightening my robes. Okay. I've just been like stretching and warming up and like getting my body set and only pausing to watch Shreya <laughs> transform and then otherwise just trying to get into game mode. Um, yeah, I'll uh, leave my bag and my souvenir bag and my books just in, uh, in the room and I'll take the sheath and I'll just detach it from the backpack and I'll do the same with the bow. And I'll put the sheath on my side where I used to have it back, back when, uh, back when I first started. And I'll put the bow around my back, uh, like a string around it. And uh, as I come down the stairs, the once again the sword starts hitting the stairs as it once again is now too big to, <laughs> and it's once again dragging. Nice. Um, as I remember and then put my hand on it to lift it up a little bit. All right, I'm ready. I did not miss that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna um, reach out a hand for the potion that Russell has. Oh, uh, hold on. Run back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> As the sword hits the yeah. <laughs> Grab the potion, come back down. <sighs> Sorry, here you go. And I give one to Kalik and I have the other one. Okay. All right. All right. 
Um, then with that, everything prepped, you guys head out the door. Uh, you guys snake your way through the streets that you know at this point, and and you make your way to the prison. Um, once again, the walls being the first thing that you see, even streets, blocks over. Um, you see these massive walls rising up over the horizon. And you guys know at this point where the entrance is. So you begin sort of moving your way street by street over to where the entrance is. Um, and as you guys walk up... Just before we get there, yeah. I want to take the potion. Same. Okay. When we're still out of sight. Okay. okay. Cool. No cool. Also, okay. I'm going to get the documents from Oma so that I have them in hand as we approach the mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. You guys uh, take those and... It's, a, it's an advantage on charisma? Advantage on charisma checks. For yes. one hour. For one hour. Um, and... As you drink it, um, have either of you, did either of you take this one of these before? This is my third. This is your third one. <laughs> you just said drug uh, so, addict. That's a nice. There it is again. There's that hit. I need a it. A very familiar sensation <sighs> of uh, this potion, almost leaving like a light coating over your tongue and the back of your throat. Um, and uh, you, you just like sort of feel yourself with sort of like a, a slightly more like positive attitude towards life. Um, but this uh, this potion takes effect, and you guys have it for the next hour. So I do a little shimmy as you guys walk up. <laughs> you both took them, um, right? You both took them. Yeah, yeah. Trya, you see the the five guards that you had seen the previous night. Um, different guards from what you can see, but still five on either side of this entryway. Oh, that's cool. Am I like in a little part of your cloak that's perched so that I can actually see <laughs> things? Little mouse. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're in a pocket. I love that. You're in a little pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Can I have my hands up over the, like, <laughs> okay. the crease of the pocket? Uh, yes. That'd be awesome. Yes. I would be upset if you didn't do that. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Can you always be like this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you see the, the same uh, uh, alignment of five guards on either side as you guys uh, walk up and uh, as you guys approach closer and closer, you see the two guards that are sort of on the inside, the closer ones to, to the entrance, both in perfect tandem, both step out in front of the entrance and begin walking up towards you, spear in one hand, a shield in the other. Uh, the one on the right, as they approach you, look to this this crew that is approaching the prison and says, state your business. I immediately drop into and hide in the pocket. Yeah, I put my hands behind my back, like a, like, and, and I stand very, very still. Salutations. Uh, I'm Kellick Gray. Uh, I understand um, there is a need of a, a, a health inspection here. We are uh, here by the honor of uh, Thogan Nightcrest uh, to um, ascertain the health and safety of the inmates. Um, I. If you I, look here, I'm sure uh, you'll see our paperwork is in order. Uh, Okay, make a uh, persuasion check. Hey, <laughs> here we go. At advantage. Advantage is so sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, persuasion? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm bonkers at that. So that's 23. 23. Nice. Um, it, you, you don't even get the paperwork fully out <laughs> by the time he sees, oh, you've got paperwork. Um, he says, oh, um, that that's something that they're going to check uh, at uh, the first checkpoint. So why don't you guys head on in? <laughs> and both of the guards split and walk back to their, their posts. And uh, you see right in front of you, uh, one of the guards goes over and pulls a lever down on the wall as these gates open. And you can see they open into kind of a small area. You see, just like on the map um, that that Faraday pointed out to you, two buildings, uh, or one building on either side, two buildings in total, um, and then stopped by another gate just beyond. 
as you guys walk up and I approach. W- I would like to be using my silver tongue potion if possible okay. to just appear incredibly like earnest and um, <laughs> okay. and like like I am I could I am just a little girl who could do no wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you approach, I'm gonna have you make a performance check. An advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, the rest of you look to Olma, and she seems like a decently likable person. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time she in seems, our... Yeah, I say <laughs> to Faraday as we're walking, yeah, this is the nicest I've ever seen her. Really. <laughs> for for a little girl, she seems absolutely tolerable. <laughs> I wonder if this is a side effect of the potion. We need to get more of those. For sure. All right. Eyes front. All right. And I puff out my chest and try to look as <laughs> militaristic as possible. Lovely. Okay. Um, you guys walk in and you see these these two guard posts, one on either side of you. Um, and as you approach, one of the, the guards inside the guard post to your left, there's a little window in front and he sort of waves you guys over. Um, and as you approach, it is a, a young, fresh-faced dwarven man um, who's got a, a, a short, uh, bright red beard and he's got on um, sort of this, this half-plate armor. Um, you can see some of it's like compared to the guards on the outside who are in full plate armor, he seems to be a little bit more comfortable, but still wearing kind of the same the same sort of stuff. Um, and uh, you approach. Is he, he's at a, is he at a desk or? He is at a desk inside this guard post, but in front of him is an open window to where you guys are approaching. Okay. Um, and uh, you approach and he says, hey, um, what, what are you guys here for? Uh, good morning to you. Uh, and I coolly slide the paperwork across the, the desk to him uh, uh, with my five fingers pointed down. Uh, here to uh, inspect the health and safety of the inmates at the prison um, on the honor of Dolganite Crest. Okay, um, let me just give me one moment and I'll uh, make sure everything's in order. Thank you. And he takes the paperwork and as he's sort of looking through the paperwork, he pulls out another book from behind his desk, opens it up and starts flipping through it. And um, all of a sudden, you hear from inside, you hear a... And you see on the inside of, of this little booth, on the wall, there's a lever. And the lever is in the down position, and with each tick, it goes... And moves up. He stops what he's doing with his paperwork. It's a slow tick. It's a slow move up. He stops with his paperwork for a moment, goes over, and resets the lever into a down position. Um, do, and we, then, do we see this? Yes, all of you would be able Could to Could I that. turn to Faraday and maybe just see it? What is that? What, 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 what's that leather? Lever. Safeguards. Of course. <sighs> all right. Can we see what the leather is attached to? It's just into the wall. Um, you don't see exactly where do, anything will go Do to. I get the impression that it's, it's merely there so that they can ensure that that person is always there? Somebody's always there guarding mm, to pull it down to it. the lever? Make an inside check for me. That sounds good. That sounds right. 19. 19, probably. With, with, the, uh, with the timing of the lever, it's not, it's not going to throw itself up right. super fast. It's kind of, and he took it kind of casually. He saw it. He went over. He, he reset it back down. Um, but we but don't. You don't know what it does. We, and we don't know, know how, long, to. how long the, the don't know in between. timing is. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with that, he uh, looks over your paperwork and uh, Oma, as you did an amazing job uh, putting these together. <laughs> Uh, he looks through Heck and yeah, I did. <laughs> um, 
As he's looking, he sort of looks back and forth between his book and your documentation. And he walks back over and he says, um, I, apologies, all of your documentation is in order. I just, I haven't seen an order for anyone to be coming in the prison today. No one Well, yes, if me. they let you know in advance, how do they know you're not going to try to hide whatever prisoner you've let uh, go sick? Oh, damn. <laughs> you're doing a duty. Ouch. Okay, um, make a... Uh, That's really good. I'm going to have this be an intimidation check. <laughs> make, make an intimidation check. Hey. Oh, come on. Oh, sick. Okay, it's another 23. Yeah. 23. Uh, sorry, no, 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 not quite, not quite. It's huh? 20. It's a 20. 20. Okay. 20. Oh, we're screwed. Um, okay. you, see, um, <laughs> you see his cheeks begin to get bright red as his face <laughs> sort of goes flush, um, and uh, he, he begins to blush, and he says, I, I, I guess that's a good point. Um, I'll, if it's an emergency, I'll, I'll wave you guys in. Um, and I'll just make sure my books are all, all set in in a moment here. Um, let me just get get the the information down. You do that, lad. And uh, he takes a quick moment, and as he's writing down in his in his book, sort of, he's looking at your documentation, and he's looking at his, and he's writing stuff in his book. Um, and you can see his hand is shaky a little bit, <laughs> um, but then eventually he hands you back the paperwork, um, waves you on, and he sort he waves over to the other guard post on the opposite side. And uh, you, as you look over, you see another very similar window, and you can see this dwarf look down, do a couple of things. You can't exactly see what his hands are doing, but then in front of you, the gate creaks open into another smaller section. So we this is that was the second gate in this order of gates. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so so like you it. you just passed through there. There seems to be three walls here, three so gates. We have one more gate till we get into the prison property. One more gate. Yes. Gotcha. So this and we is, don't know what his hands did. To get to let us through that gate, you none of you saw. Okay, no. cool. No. It's all right. We'll figure it out. All right, we'll be, all right. We'll be good. We'll be good. Um, and as you guys are are waved on into uh, the second checkpoint, you see just, that just a moment of apprehension as we turn away from that gate, like just like a quick glance to the There's group of like, oh, I'm going. Okay, here we go. Right now. And as soon as you move into this second checkpoint area, the gates behind you close, and you are now trapped within the confines of this this second checkpoint area. Don't say trapped. Don't, um, don't say that. <laughs> you are free to roam this tiny Thank area. You. I'll That's say better. that. That's better. That's um, but once again, you see two guard posts on either side. Um, this time, you see three guards in each of them. Um, and two from each of the posts come out. Uh, so four in total surround you. And uh, one of the, uh, the guards says, all right, Oh, I'm going to need you guys to hand all over uh, your weaponry, uh, anything that might be dangerous, spell components, um, anything of, of that sort. Uh, we're going to need to hold. I give a perfunctory nod to uh, the, the gang. I, I put my hands in my pockets and I grab the inside of them and I pull them out as if there's nothing in there, but I'm holding the little <laughs> ribbon in okay. my hand okay. so that it's hidden. Okay, make a, <laughs> make a sleight of hand check for me. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 24. 24. Okay. <laughs> Masterfully. Yeah. You we like you you palm this thing in your hand and put your hands up and uh, the guard comes over doesn't even think to check what's in your hands um, as as you are are showing him uh, that your pockets are empty. Except um, for the one that has the mouse in it and I'll show him that. Okay. Oh, and he he sort of looks back for a second. He looks at the rest of you. 
and he sort of gives a little <laughs> nod, <laughs> and then he moves on. Um, Flynn, uh, he yeah, comes I'll, over you. I'll uh, go to my my sheath and uh, unsheath the sword, kind of hold it out, present presentry, and just do that. Uh, okay. When he takes it, he grabs take, it. I'll uh, take off the bow, hand him the bow. Grabs that as well, and uh, take off the quiver that hangs on my back, and I'd like hand him that as well. Okay, he takes that. Um, and as you uh, are handing him the stuff, he he goes back and he takes it um, into the guard post. And you can see him sort of like inspecting the sword. And you see he gives like a little like, mm, nice sword. <laughs> um, as, he, uh, as he takes it into the guard post. Uh, as he does, another uh, one of the guards approaches Faraday. Good morning. Hey, what is your name? He looks back at you and he says, uh, my name is Baylor Stormforge. Hello, good morning, yes. So, um, as the military expert for uh, escort for this party, I was hoping that I could, as a former uh, soldier of the Caldor army myself, if I, and a former guard here, um, if I could hold on to my weaponry, and I just sort of lean in a little closer, the um, Cholvon gets a bit on my nerves. Make a deception check for okay, me. There we go. Oh. 16. 16. Okay. Um, you see that this guard, you don't recognize this guard, um, Baylor, as he's as he's looking at you. And he sort of looks you up and down and just sort of a little inquisitive. And before he starts taking any of your stuff, he walks back over to the guard post where one of the, the other guards remains. And you can't quite hear what they're saying, but you can see there's a little bit of a back and forth. And the other guard, um, who appears much older, a little bit of, of gray in the beard, um, looks back over and looks you up and down. And I stand more at attention. And he sort of, he gives you a nod and sort of raises his hand as if to say hello. And you faintly remember seeing this dwarf before, um, maybe just in passing, but he seems to recognize you at this point. Um, Considering she's a dragonborn amongst yes. all, all the other dwarves. Oh, yes. you're right. Stands <laughs> out for a sure. Bit. Just a bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you faintly remember, maybe in passing, um, but he seems to recognize you. He says another word back to Baylor, and he comes back out, and um, he says, uh, yes, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of new here. Um, I, uh, I obviously didn't recognize you, um, but you are spoken for, so um, the, you are, are able to take anything in that you would like. Yes. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. And, and uh, I give him a, a pat on the shoulder. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, lastly, um, Baylor walks over to Kellick and he walks up to you and he says, you're the healer? That's right. All right. Um, you are permitted to keep uh, any spell components you might need. Um, if you have any weaponry, though, we are going to need to take that. I, I, I pull my cloak open to show that my belt has nothing on it. I, I open up the vest to show there's nothing in my vest, and I sort of shrug. Okay. Um, and as the guards go back and go back into each of their guard posts, you see one of uh, the, the guards who did not approach you guys before uh, walk up with a little slip of paper, and uh, that slip of paper has the number 72 on it. Hands it to... Oh, who's going to grab it? I'll grab it. I'll right. take it. Hands it to Flynn. Um, <laughs> and he says, now when you come back out, uh, just give us this note and uh, all of your stuff will be brought back to you. <laughs> Got it. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and as he walks back to the guard post, you see the gates in front of you once again click and and creak open. And you guys are through the two checkpoints. Let's go. I will put the little thing in my pocket. About how it. long? About how long did that take total? In total, that took about fifteen, maybe twenty minutes. Okay, so we got like forty-five minutes of of, of good talkie talkie. Good talkie. Talkin'. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so as you guys, as this gate opens, um, you guys can sort of think back to the map and think of where these these buildings and and things are, but. On the map, you can't imagine how cold this place feels. Not temperature-wise, but stone everywhere. All of the buildings have no windows. This is a solitary place. Um, you see on either side of you these these walls that sort of come out at an angle um, and then come back together a couple hundred feet in front of you. And you also see another slightly smaller building directly in front of you. You see walking around, um, and, and mainly you hear these guards who are patrolling and on duty, you see six of them lined up in, in sort of this um, in a formation, patrolling the grounds. And even the ones that you can't see, you can hear the heavy armor um, moving and shifting and the metal hitting itself um, as, they, as they move around. So, as you guys are in the prison proper, where would you guys like to head first? I'm going to take lead and just start walking. <laughs> And leading us towards uh, to the left, towards the intake and release side of the uh, of the building. All right. Um, and as I assume, the rest of you follow where she's going. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she takes you over to the left and uh, walks you inside one of these buildings. Uh, and as as it opens up, you see a bunch of desks in this room. Um, you see that there are dwarven guards and dwarven soldiers almost in um, this more casual armor that you had seen before. Um, Sitting at these desks, um, writing in their books. Some of them on their desks have uh, another individual on the opposite side of the desk. Uh, Some of them free to to move about and some of them very heavily chained together and, and bound. Um, you can see uh, some of these, what you assume to be soon prisoners, uh, you can see some of them struggling and, and swearing and, and trying to move around, and you see some of them sitting there and crying and just defeated. Some of them have completely blank expressions. Uh, but you see you see humans, you see half-elves, you see mostly dwarves here, though. Um, you see a, uh, a tiefling off in the corner, and uh, you can see that this is the intake and release room. So... As you guys are walking through, is there anything you want to do in here, or are you passing through? As much as possible, I'm going to, just with authority, if I'm not stopped by anyone or indicated to stop, I'm going to try to keep the group moving forward. Okay. I'm going to completely follow mm-hmm. better there. Uh, in this. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as you guys are walking through the middle of the room, you sort of have to circumvent um, this massive hole in the ground. Um, and it's got this this gate around it so that no one falls in, but you do hear deep below, you hear this clicking, and you hear a, the con- clicking continue and get louder until a platform raises up and, and fills the hole. And on this platform is um, a dwarven guard who in shackles next to him is a human male 
uh, on both on this this elevator as they come up into the intake room. He sort of gives him a shove and moves the human along as you guys continue on. Um, now, as you guys are moving through this room, you see uh, a couple of doors in front of you. Um, Faraday, where are you? Uh, where are you taking the crew next? I'm going to uh, head, just keep heading through unless we're, you know, a couple courteous nods to the guards if they happen to look our way. Um, if anyone looks at us, if we're not stop, uh, head uh, to the back towards holding and eventually towards uh, the records room. And as you are just about to enter the holding area, um, you hear a commotion start behind you. And it appears that this human who they had just brought into the intake room um, has started just causing absolute chaos, bumping into the guards um, and trying to just run around and being an absolute disturbance in this room. And you see very quickly uh, a group of guards come in from outside and there's about six of them and just tackle this this human man and uh, quickly subdue him, put on more chains. And this time you can see they actually put, uh, instead of just the bands around his wrists and his ankles, they put uh, a larger band around his thighs and one around his torso, also encasing his arms. So he is not moving at all. Um, but a very quick response, it seems, to, uh, to this guy causing trouble. Uh, you move through into the holding area. Can and you give see, a knowing look to Oma? Uh, <laughs> as you guys continue on into the holding area, you see a couple of, <laughs> of um, uh, sparse cells. A couple of them filled, more of them not filled. Um, but you see the, the, the people here in these holding cells, none of them really causing any, any ruckus, just sitting there looking solemn. But eventually you guys do get into the records room. Um, and you see a, a massive stockpile of um, books and shelves and everything in this tiny little room, um, all of these shelves overflowing. And if even a slight breeze ran through this room, papers would be flying everywhere. Um, but you guys walk up and you see that there is a, a front desk area uh, and a, a female dwarven guard is sitting there at attendant. I'll... Um walk up to the desk with, with Kellick. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, what can I do for you? And I'm like trying... I, I guess actually it's all dwarfs, so the the desk is probably fairly low, right? Uh, yeah, it's about your I size. Don't have to, okay. it's, it's comfortable to stand over, yeah. Mm, hello. Um, we're hoping we can find um, a list of all the prisoners in their cells so that we can... <clears throat> And I try to remember what Kelly had told me to, to do when, when I was him. And I stand up straight and, and tilt my chin down a little bit. And and we need to inspect them for their health and safety. And I'm applying to her while she does this, the stern gaze that I know too well from my upbringing in the Temple of Amir. Just a, okay. Just a slightly contemptuous <laughs> All right. stare. Um, I'm going to have both of you make a persuasion check at advantage. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, 16. <laughs> 26. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, man. She, uh... <clears throat> Seriously. <laughs> she looks at Olma, and understandably, you're a little human girl, um, looks at you, 
not with a whole bunch of speculation, but then sees sort of the company that you're keeping and, and takes more heed of your words. I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and she says, uh, of course, can I just have uh, paperwork? I silently pass the paper, paperwork across. Okay. Um, she looks it over. She begins reading it. And as she's reading it, um, bursting into the room is uh, a dwarven man who has shackles on his wrists. And uh, is, and you can see that the, the shackles around his ankles have actually been broken. Oh and he runs oh into gosh. this room. And um, he just begins thrashing about. You can see he's trying to get his, his wrist shackles undone. Um, and this, this dwarven woman from behind the counter who seems to have a very soft demeanor. Um, you see her grab her spear that is right next to the uh, the counter, toss it up into her hand, and chuck it Whoa. towards this guy. What? Whoa. As it flies through the air, pins him in the shoulder, and he falls down to the ground with a scream. And you can see this little dwarven woman from behind the counter says, Hey, someone get in here! <laughs> As five guards run into the room, yank the spear out from his shoulder and put him in a chokehold and begin to bind him once more. I am freaking out in the pocket right now. (laughs) And she looks to you and she says, okay, all this documentation seems to be in order. Um, And she hands it back to you over the counter. I'm practically holding my breath and just very, very softly and and subtly, my hand just like goes to Alma's shoulder. (laughs) I'm just like, do not move. Do not do anything. I, I, I look at her and I just give her like a really curt nod like, my mouth is agape, and I'm just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Health and safety. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, it all seems to be in order. So um, if you guys would like, uh, you may find your prisoner. I sort of just with my head indicate that Alma should pick up the papers. I reach over and I take the record log and okay. I just hold it to my chest. All right. Um, there's a, a table over in the corner. If you would like to look through it, I would uh, ask that you just don't leave this room with it. Thank oh. you kindly. Oh, okay. I go scurry over to the table. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, as you, this is a, it's a heavy book. You even have some trouble carrying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you place it down on the table uh, and open it up, it's it's messy. It is. There are names written in and scratched out. There right. are uh, there are names inked over. Um, and some of the, the pages have been partially ripped, and uh, it is a messy documentation. Is it um, in order of, like, floor, though? So, like, if we look to the back, would that be, like, the base level? If we look to the front, would that be the top level? Um, make a... Um, just a straight intelligence check. Is it, like, dated? Like, recent to oldest? Or is it kind of all over the place? Or maybe we could... She's... Yeah, she's... Oh, she's doing... Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Six. Okay. A six? Ooh. Um... You see letters and numbers and names. There okay. might not even be okay. a system to this. I'm gonna look to Faraday and like call yeah. her over and yeah. have her okay. help us find people. Okay. Um, all right, Faraday, you get to the book. Um, and while not easily read by you, you sort of understand a couple of the key points a little bit better. So I'm gonna have you make a investigation check at advantage. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, you are looking through this book. 
there are a bunch of names, bunch of numbers. It's gonna take you some time, um, but you might be able to to narrow it down a little bit as you're looking through. Um, you sort of know Xavier and Zeta are spellcasters, so they're probably gonna be in a certain area. Timmy is not. Timmy's gonna be a tough one to find because he's probably gonna be in the in the common holding area. General population. General population, for sure. Um, what about spies? Are spies kept together, though? Um, Faraday, you would know that uh, spies, it, it's more divided up into what you can do, not necessarily what you're in for. Everyone's a spy. Everyone's a spy. <laughs> <laughs> But as you, uh, Faraday, are looking through, it is going to take you, let me see, it takes you approximately 15 minutes okay. to find the first name. And minutes total, okay. <laughs> um, as you do, you find the name of Zeta. And next to Zeta's name is SD-17- Dash zero one one three. SD one seven zero one one three. SD dash one seven dash zero one one three. I'm gonna have you make another investigation check at advantage. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Takes you another fifteen minutes. But this time you find the name of Xavier. You okay. see next to his name S D dash zero nine dash zero two zero five. And that last investigation check at advantage. Oh. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, this one takes you five minutes. Um, you are scrolling through and you see Timmy's name. And next to his name is SA-63-0122. All right, so it seems I've located all three of the um, parties we're interested in. Good. Uh, so we're done. We don't have any more. We have 10 minutes left. 10 minutes left? Okay. I did my math correctly, which is unlikely. No, I think uh, I'll give you 10 minutes. I, I uh, that sounds that. right. I'll, I'll give you 10 minutes, yeah. Well, uh, so what are we looking at? What keys do we need? So we are going to need uh, sub-block A is where Timmy is located, and we will need sub-block D for Zeta and for uh, Xavier. Do you think we can ask the records lady for the keys? The records lady will not have the keys. But she said that just let her know where we need to go. Well, she can direct us where to go. I know where to go. But she does not have the keys and would not have access as someone who works in records. Uh, where do we get the keys? Time is of the essence here. So we have to head down to sub-level one. Right. Well, that's okay. natural. We I'll, should uh, do some inspecting. I'll, I'll give the book back to um, the records lady. Thank, Thank you, so you. Much. Yeah. No worries. I hope you find who you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you guys hand the book back over, and as you guys are just about to leave this room, um, this time the door opens. Um, the 
the not the door back to holding, um, but another door across the way that you know that goes to the crime lab area. And opening this door, crouching down and sort of shifting his body underneath just to fit through this door, you see silver-plated armor, a massive sword at his side, tattoos running across his face. You see who you recognize to be Captain Barrett Hastel, who took Timmy away on the ship. And he walks in, not even regarding you guys. He walks over to uh, the lady who is behind the, the table, and he says, Now, how many times have I told you that we need to get records cleaned up? And she says, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I, we've been running it this way for so long, and um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm terribly sorry, Warden. And he says, Well, now that I'm in charge, things are going to be run a little differently around here. Are you guys leaving the room? Are you guys sticking uh-huh. around? Oh, yeah. 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 We're just, we're we're just, just quickly turning. as possible. Yep. We're just Ten gonna quickly as possible. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna let him handle that. Yeah, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Just okay. <laughs> Calmly move. Um, so with uh, with Warden Barrett Hastel um, sort of blocking the way to the crime lab, you guys go back through holding, and uh, where are you guys headed next? Um, as we're walking, can I just say, okay, well, now. We know where they are, but what is our reasoning again? Uh, can't like for us to go right to Timmy's. Just, we're not going, we're not right, going there. right there. We're going to sub level A. He's gonna be there. Just, just keep going. Just we're gonna keep be methodical. Going. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Can I ask one small note? Yeah. Being that I'm a small creature with a very uh, sensitive nose, what did the crime lab smell like <laughs> when the door flew open? Huh. Um, interesting. Make a perception check for me. <laughs> very nice. Uh, that is a tw- dirty 21. Nice. Um, you smell a, a mixture of chemicals and uh, different possibly potions, um, but overwhelmingly you smell iron in the air that is like probably blood. Mm. Uh, and as I gained that awareness and perception... Uh, you just hear a, a few like wince noises. I pet the top of his head. <laughs> okay. All right. So cute. <laughs> um. Okay. Where are you guys? Where are you guys off to? Sublevel entry. Sublevel entry. That's okay. Right. That's right. So you guys head out through holding. Back we only got through, ten minutes. We're moving. Back through intake, and you guys uh, walk around this sort of central building um, in the center of the prison. And you guys walk around to the entrance. And uh, as you guys are walking through, you see it's there's this, this long hallway in front of you. Um, and you can see doors on either side of you, but you guys keep on going. And as you guys keep walking down, you exit this, this long hallway to um, a bit of a, a bigger room. And you can see right in front of you a, um, an elevator to go down to the first sublevel as well as stairs on either side that sort of spiral down um, on, on both sides. So as you guys approach, how are you guys getting down to the second level? Uh, I'm going to look to Faraday to explain where the keys are. So um, are we going to remind me of the plan? Are we going to get to Timmy first or we have to, to Zeta first? Yeah, we have to. 
to Timmy first. So we'll need to go to guard post A. So we will take the stairs to the right. Okay. Um, you guys take the stairs to the right. And as you guys get down there, um, you see what is sub-level A. Um, it is a pretty big room that, that expands um, uh, pretty far on either side, but still very claustrophobic with just how low the ceiling is here. Um, and you see right in front of you, you see a guard post, very similar to what you saw at the checkpoint. You see one on either side of you, and you see one directly behind you. In between these guard posts, though, you see more of these these holes that just go straight down into the ground. You see that they they disappear into blackness. You can see some of them have a couple elevators um, at the top, and some of them are, are missing them. So, as you guys see the guard posts, um, you also actually see um, walking around these these elevator shafts, you see two guards circling each elevator shaft. I'm assuming we're approaching the guard post then? So, walking, and I will lead the group to guard post A and stand at attention. And I'll step up. Um, salutations. Uh, we'll need uh, access to the sub-levels. Uh, we're here for uh, health and safety inspection. Yeah, I wasn't notified of any health and safety inspection. Y- yes, well, what reason would there be to notify you of the inspection of something of which you might hide? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, we are here. Like, we clearly had to show a bunch of people our authorization to get here. It's my job to ask. Um, yes. Sure. Oh, and a great job you're doing. Don't harass the man who's doing his job. He's doing a great job. He is. Make a persuasion check for me. <laughs> Which one? Uh, yeah. Both of you. Both of you make a persuasion almost check. Almost big mouth. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> 24. 19. <laughs> nice. Um, he, you can see... His face goes red, but in a totally different way than, than the previous guy. He, you can see he's like, he's blushing a little bit. He's, he's like, you, you've brightened Aww. his day a little bit. Um, and he says, all right, um, where, are you guys, where are you guys headed? We're going to need to access each sub-level. If there's any pernicious uh, illness affecting the inmates here, uh, we're going to need to address it uh, post-haste. All right, well, I've just got keys for sub-level A. Um, we can start there. Okay, Um and uh, he reaches down behind the desk. He, you can hear uh, some keys um, jangling. And as he hands you this uh, this big iron key, um, you guys take it. And, yes. And yeah. where are you guys? Where are you guys starting? We're gonna you go have right down. Away, baby. Four elevators. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys hop onto sub level A. And as you hop on the elevator you can see that on each of the platforms, there's this wooden post that rises up in the corner. And you can see that there's a little, um, like an iron lock on it. Uh, it's like inlaid into the wood. Um, and you can see the key that you have probably fits perfectly into that. Um, so as you walk over, um, and Faraday would, would know how to do this, uh, you put the key in, turn it, and you can feel the elevator start to move down. Sorry, before we do that, yeah. Um, could I turn to the guard from A and and ask him if we wanted to save time by just having all the keys now so that we wouldn't have to come back here nope. every time? Mm-mm. No? Nope. So we're just going to have to come back up here every time? Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's fair. Thank you. And we go down. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Um, as the key turns, you feel the elevator activate, and you can you can see these gears beginning to turn where the elevator is attached to the wall, um, and you guys begin descending. Faraday, you know, in order to stop the elevator, you got to turn the key back and take it out. How far are you guys going down? We need to go to 630128. Do you, Faraday, I'm sure, knows where that is? Yes. <laughs> and can take it out for us. <laughs> so I'm going to be watching sort of our progress. Getting ready to stop the elevator when we get to level, uh, sub-level 63. Okay. Um, so you guys keep going down further. Jeez. And we're just, further. We're just holding our breaths, just standing further. in silence. Wow. <laughs> and Looking you up see, at the ceiling. Yeah. you look to your left and you look to your right and you see, like, the prison here is set up as cylinders that just go straight down into the ground and each of them in a circular uh, pattern hold all of these cells. And you can see a very thin uh, platform made of wood that circles around all the cells to where you would be able to, to walk on, but very, very small area to walk here. As you guys are going down further and further, it gets darker and darker and darker. Can we see outside the elevator? Is it like glass? It is just a platform. There's, oh, okay. there's nothing even holding so, you on either Do we see guards side. on every floor as well? As you're going down, you see a couple of guard posts on each floor. As we're going down, we're seeing all these cells and just realizing that this keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just uh, turn to Kellick and... I wonder how many uh, people here are just as innocent as Timmy. They're locked up. I imagine the lion's sheriff then. If it's just for missing paperwork, I mean, imagine what slight indiscretion would result in being held captive here. Doesn't seem like a good place. It does not. And then just huff. Okay. As you guys descend further and further down, the smell in here is absolutely atrocious. Um, and it's, it's tough to even breathe as you guys get down further and further and the air becomes thick. And what's made even worse is echoing off of the walls are screams and the cries of the prisoners just bouncing off of one another, almost deafening as you guys get further and further down into almost this echo chamber of pain um, as you guys descend further and further down. And pretty soon, the only light that you guys can see around is three torches on each level, providing just the faintest amount of light. As you guys keep going further and I, further, I reach down. my hand out to to grip um, Kellick's robe, and I am I'm like slowly petting um, the head of the of the rat that's kind of sticking out of my pocket, just to kind of comfort myself. I <laughs> ever so softly hum a little tune, <laughs> just just a light little l- lilting melody to keep everybody okay, chill. And I kind of uncomfortably shift every once in a while, but try to get back into my. Um, into my position uh, at attention. Okay. As you guys keep moving further and further down, you guys eventually get to sub-level 63. 63 floors into the earth. 63 floors of cells and and these uh, people trapped. And you guys finally get to the floor. Faraday turns the key, the elevator stops, and you pull it out. You guys see that there is sort of this this central guard post 
in the middle that leads off into another section of, of cells on the other side. And you can see this big um, circular array of cells in front of you. And you also see the pit that's in front of you as well, that this elevator is taking you down. An endless pit into darkness. Jeez. So as you guys get to sub-level 63, what are you guys doing? Um, I'll take one side and, and Kelly can take the other and we'll just kind of inspect every single cell as we said we were for appearance for Timmy, but like for appearances of, of general health and safety. Mm-hmm. And for safety, I will follow Kellick and I will nod to Faraday to follow our other member as they, as we guard them. Okay. Um, and as you guys begin inspecting um, the this side, this block of cells that you guys came on the elevator, um, you guys begin to, to walk around and you see dwarves, you see humans, you see elves, you see every type of creature that you could imagine here. Um, And just in absolute despair. How do they all look like health-wise, though? (laughs) (laughs) Make a medicine check for me. Um, Can I assist on that? Yeah, 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 you can. While we're uh, just walking around, I'm noticing their faces and seeing this, and I'm just fighting the urge to just help help Fifteen. Fifteen. Um... 11. 11. They are... They're not doing good, but they're definitely not being starved. And they're not, like, clearly ill. Like, nobody is clearly ill. Gangrenous or anything. Nobody is clearly ill. Like, nobody else that we would have to take up other than Timmy (laughs) is... None that you can see. Okay. No. Um, Kellick and Flynn, you guys move around. You guys don't see anyone that resembles Timmy. Um, But Faraday and Olma and Shreya, also, as you are in her pocket... Um, as soon as you get to this other side, this other block of cells, um, you begin to hear sort of more clearly, you couldn't quite distinguish it on the other side, just as all of these yells and screams are, are echoing off of the walls. You hear a little bit more clearly Timmy in one of the cells. <laughs> <laughs> and you look over and just very faintly by torchlight, you see six guards by one of the, the, um, by one of the cells. And you can hear on the inside... Oh, it's such a pretty day. Oh, look at the sun and the clouds. <laughs> um, I will walk Selling up to it. that cell and, and just, and just um, as much as possible using the last bit of my like persuasive yeah. thing, let my face turn white in fear and yell, Kellick, Kellick, it's bad. Come look. At this Flynn and I will turn yeah, in rush, and jog rush over. over. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Oma, I'm going to have you make a deception check for me. Come as on. you can just feel this potion beginning to wear uh, off. Oh. 16. Okay. A uh, 16. Um, all of the guards sort of jump back as they're like, you can see a couple of them are like laughing and, and pointing um, at him. And uh, as, as you approach, Timmy goes, oh, oh, what a beautiful flower on the wind. <laughs> and I and I want to wink through the wind. I'm I'm gonna wink through the window at him to be like and like slowly nod my head like, hey, you're killing okay, it. Okay. Um. And all of the guards uh, look to you, and one of them looks over uh, a dwarven woman, and she says, "Hey, uh, what? M- move on. What are you all doing here?" Uh, have we, have Flynn and I arrived at this point? Yes, you guys are just running up. Every single person why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Powder is great. Mind yourself, we're, we're here to address the very evident problems that you have with your facility here. 
Has anyone looked after this man? He's just going crazy. What? He's very ill. And I'm going to have you make a intimidation check. Oh, what? We're, st- we're still, we're still, we're still. I don't need it. <laughs> Get that natural 20, maybe. Okay. Is this yeah, his this last is, use this of is it? This is your last, your last okay. use of this. Okay, good. Uh, 22. 22. Okay. Immediately, all six guards jump back and um, begin to just clear away from the cell. And the woman says, what? What are you talking about? Oh, standing nobis. I light my arm up. Jado Aquados, and I pull out Eyes yeah. of the Grave. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. And I pull out from my bag. Just so it looks real cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just literally all for aesthetics. I pull out from my bag uh, 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 some fabric, and I wrap it around my face. Nice. This man has dream rot. Keep your distance. I will also, like, cover my face. Okay, I cover mine as well. And you see, you see a couple of the guards taking yep. their cloaks and, like, putting it up over their faces. You see the rat just cover his eyes with his <laughs> I turn to Verde and like, pull up a fucking... Yeah, and I pull it up and I take a huge, like, make a big deal about taking a huge step back. <laughs> okay. Nice. Can you, can you fix him? Sir? Sir? I am your subconscious. Hear my voice. I am here to escort you to safety. Tell me, what do you know is your name in your heart of hearts, sir? Well, my name is Jim, and I used to be a dragon. But then (laughs) I was cursed and made into man. Jim the dragon, then. That's very good. I turn to the guards. It's worse than I thought. Love it. <laughs> um, I will um, open the door. Can I do that? With the, do we, with the key do we, that we have? Does that yes, go the okay. key that you have, you try it and it opens up the door. Um, and I will uh, leave it unlocked if I can, but close it behind me. Uh, um, as he says it's worse than he thought, I'm going to use control flames to like flicker the all, the, all <laughs> okay. three flames okay. in, the, in the area. Okay. Um, <laughs> And two of the guards run away. They, they, <laughs> yeah. rush, they rush to the other side of the platform and hide back in the guard post in the central. The central. Uh, Are you saying thing. they failed their spooky vibes check? <laughs> I am, that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, very, very carefully, slowly tiptoe my way toward toward Jim the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> Jim, what is the song? What is the song of your people? Sing it to me. <laughs> sing. <laughs> sing, Jim, sing. <laughs> and he, he leans in real close and he goes, am I, wow, am I doing good? I How am I doing? Uh, a tiny, tiny trembling nod, uh, an urgent nod. And I start to hum the same song along with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I will also start to hum. <laughs> and as I'm doing this, I am I am I'm looking into his ears. I'm looking into his eyes, like I'm holding his head, and I'm like pulling his eyelids up and looking underneath them, and I'm turning his head and looking into his ears. Ah, yes, I see. I see. Is there how many guards remain outside the cell? Four. This is as bad as bad a case as I've ever seen. Um, we're going to need uh, immediate care. He needs acoustical treatment. He needs 
A sonic remedy. Um, uh, Zeta. Zeta Malakas. She was, uh, in, in your care, correct? Do you know? I don't recognize that name. There's a person. I took the liberty of looking through your records before I came down here. I have to know if the headcount is accurate. And I saw Zeta Malakas, a very, very powerful cleric, uh, who specializes in this specific kind of treatment. Uh, I need her here as urgently as possible. Okay, I don't know where, where she would be, but... Um, a very powerful um, cleric? Where where would they keep those? Uh, over in subblock D. Okay, well, you need to get them as quickly as possible, because <laughs> we could all get this. Okay, um, I'll, I'll try my best. And you see this dwarven woman runs off and runs over to one of the elevators, um, and uh, she actually grabs uh, an additional key from one of the guard posts, takes it, takes one of the elevators, and goes up. Everybody else, keep your distance. We don't want to catch this. I'll, I'll turn it to the guards. Um, we should probably check the other cells to see if it's spread yet. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, is anybody on this cell, are they particularly powerful? Because those are the ones that are most at risk. No one over here, no. Okay, but still, check. And I'll start walking around. Check for a, a blankness in their eyes. I'll start walking around and like peeking through and like just going through the motions of like checking each cell, pretending like I'm looking into all the cells and like looking. Okay. And I'll go with one of the guards and do the same thing and repeat like what we're looking for that Olva just said mm. that we're looking for. Okay. While we're checking. Yes. <laughs> do mice things. I, well, this is just logistical first. <laughs> I need this. I need to ask you this. How long has it been since we left the inn? It has been about... An hour and a half. Great. That is all. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna whisper into my pocket while all the guards are checking, and I'm gonna. There's no guards still standing with us, right? Um, no, not currently. The okay. other the other ones have either gone with Flynn or Fred. Cool. I gotta cool. look into my pocket. Go, go give him the map. Put it in his pocket. And uh, I grab the little uh, piece of paper and crawl down. Uh, almost leg or something however to get to, <laughs> to the floor and Wait, then this I this is the map not the note right this is the map yeah the map with, okay I with didn't the, have a note the yeah, map oh, the note is the map no 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 yeah. the, the, the note is the map yeah, yeah they're the same map. thing I misunderstood I'm carrying it in my little between my teeth and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes and I crawl over uh, and I and I crawl up Timmy's leg yeah uh, as unobtrusively as possible uh, and into, I don't know, maybe by his shoulder, maybe if he's holding his hand out in the palm of his hand, uh, and I, in whatever body part I end up resting on, um, <laughs> I just cock my head to the side and and uh, lean the, the paper up and kind of extend my hands a little bit. And I kind of... Okay. Eh? <laughs> All right. Um, and... Uh, I shake my head at Timmy. Okay. He, he sees that, that almost shaking his head, and he's reaches down apprehensively and, and takes it from the mouth of Drya. And I immediately, as soon as he takes it, just bolt back down and as scurry as quickly as I can back into the pocket. Okay. All right. I pat his head. <laughs> you actually hear a little bit of a, a bird squawk oh, come no. out. But you're, you have to be paying attention to it to hear it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, um, the rest of the guards are going around with you guys. Um, are you guys 
actually looking for people with with a blank expression in their eyes, or are you guys sort of just pretending? I'm pretending, but I'm also trying to see if the guards have keys on them. Okay. Um, make a investigation check. Sure. It's like as we're looking, I'll just kind of like as they peek in the window, I kind of pull back so they can peek in the window, and I just look at their belt, like. Okay. You said investigation. Investigation. Yeah. As they're doing this. Okay. Um, since the guard, the guards are no longer with me and Tim. No longer with you guys. No. Okay. Um, I am going to. Um. Oh, that's right. I am going to, um, put my hand on Timmy's heart, uh, and uh, just the slightest little, like, poof of ash uh, pops up around my fingers and in the center of my palm, and in Coco, and I will cast Enhance Ability on Timmy Flurd. Okay. um, uh, To give him uh, Cat's Grace. (laughs) <laughs> okay. The target has advantage on dexterity checks. It also doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet or less if it isn't incapacitated. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, it's uh, up to an hour. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Nice. Uh, I rolled a 11. 11. Um, you very clearly see that the individual guards do not have keys around their belt. Mm-hmm. You saw that the guard had to run to the guard post to grab a key for the elevator that they don't have them individually around their belts. They have them in the guard post, presumably. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's that's all I'll do. I'm not going to poke the bear. Okay. <laughs> um, Kellick, as you guys are doing that, um, Shraya, what is your passive perception? I believe it's 16, but let me double check. Oh, it's 17, actually. 17, Okay. As all of this is happening, and as you're crawling back up into Alma's pocket, maybe a couple levels up? You think it might be coming a couple levels up. It's tough to hear off of the echoes of the walls and and all the screaming that's going on. But every once in a while, you hear a... Is it uh, possible to climb the sides of the walls in my rat-like He's uh, in my form. pocket, right? He is in your pocket, yes. It might be. You could definitely try. Uh, uh, one also question about the architecture of this space. On the actual walls, is there a gap between the platform and, like, is there a is there a pit that goes around the perimeter as well? Like, if I were to fall crawling on the side walls, the potential for... Yes, if you were if you were to fall climbing these walls, there is potential for you to fall deep into this like elevator shaft. Mm. Are there elements of the elevator shaft itself I could climb up where there might be something under me if I were to fall? Um if you climbed on the like on the components of the elevator itself, you do see that there's a cable running all the way up that the that the elevator sort of attaches to and that these gears sort of turn and and pull up towards. I spring out of Alma's pocket. And I, if, if he tries to spring, I will try to not let him spring. Okay. I'm okay. going to do this then. <laughs> um, Shreya, make love. an acrobatics check. Yes. Oma, I'm going to have you make 
Um, also an acrobatics check. Or athletics, whichever one you want. I'm going to make this a grapple check. And Shreya, I'm going to have you make that an advantage because you are tiny. Okay. 22. 26. Oh! You feel his hind legs begin to sort of like crouch back in your pocket. And as soon as he springs off, you turn and you catch him midair. No. I like, I'm holding him midair and I I turn my hand around so that his face is facing my face. And I bring it close to my eyes and I say, what are you doing? Remember, you're supposed to touch my face with your paw and point directions you want to go. Where are you going? I let one of his paws free so that he can point. <laughs> and I point up toward the floor where I'm hearing this. And I, and I look up the floor too. Do I hear anything? Um, I'm going to have you make a perception check. <laughs> As they're doing this, I am, I am surreptitiously relaying uh, the details of to Timmy of the plan of like, going to get you to the temple of Lathiel, uh, and then you're going to have to figure out your way from there. Uh, and I'm and I'm telling him about the note in his pocket with the map to uh, Xavier's. That was a four. Or not Xavier's, sorry, to Hayfried's. Okay. Um, Oma, you don't, you hear screams and cries, and it's mm-hmm. all just like hitting your eardrums, yeah. and you can't discern anything. I'm going to look back at Shreya and just say, this is too risky. You can't do this right now. <laughs> is his body moving in any direction while he makes these noises? I'm, I'm wriggling around, just nudging my face upward toward and, that. And I'm going to turn my hand back around to Timmy and say, look at Timmy. Shia, look at Timmy. Crane my head over. We got to get him out. Okay. Does he nod or anything? Uh, I very uh, hesitantly and begrudgingly nod my head. And then I just pat him on the face and put him back in my pocket. I'm going to sulk in the pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm on the right side very loudly so they know how far me and the other guards are and how much time they have. Just making this big deal of... Oh, this has never happened when I worked here before. Oh, are you experiencing any symptoms? Oh, does he look okay? Do you think this might be it? <laughs> Very loudly, just like trying to stir panic at the guards that I have on the okay. other side of the Faraday, I'm going to have you make a performance check. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. 16. 16. At every mention of of anything having to do with, with disease and this spreading, um, the guards get a little bit more jumpy and antsy. And as you're approaching some of these cells, the guards are hanging back a little bit. They're they're keeping their distance. So, as the as all of this is happening, the guard has not yet returned. Have I heard any uh, any sort of indications, any uh, stirrings that would get my attention? Um, nothing other than. If you yourself had this post and you were told this information and you had to go over and and make sure that you had to find someone in sub-block D, for you, it probably wouldn't take you this long. That's all That's all you really get. What does that mean? Are, how, have we, are we reconvened or uh, are we still all split up? 
pushing this stuff. You guys have plenty of time to, to reconvene if you'd like. Because um, I'm still just with Timmy at this point. Um, I'm going to turn to Calic and just say, should I start using the stairs, do you think, to go down? Should I start the whole, like, I mean, all the guards are really nervous here, so maybe I just tell them that we've got to go and, and take, take one of the guards and let one of the guards come with me yes. so that he can explain to everybody else what's going on? Plead our case downstairs. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll, I'll save it to me. So I'm going to go over, over to Faraday by her guards where everyone's nervous and say, um, I hate to mention this, um, have you seen anybody else on this floor with this? And I turn to the guards. Have you seen anyone on this floor showing symptoms? Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not an expert. Um, and he looks to Faraday. These are our experts here. And I'm trying so, to, like, make eye contact with Alma. So, so I, I do know that dream art affects those who have... Abilities beyond the 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 everyday. I mean, the fact that Timmy even got this is is incredibly. Or, or Jim, I guess Jim. The fact that Jim even got this is incredibly um, rare, and that just shows how how strong this version is. And and I really think that we we should see those below us who have more abilities. Where do you keep the people who have abilities beyond theirs? I think they mentioned in D. Yeah, that that would be over in, okay. in D. We should start heading there now. Everybody else can stay here. Faraday and you can come with me, and we'll go down. Um, and I'm gonna quietly, like, I'm gonna somehow, like, I want to infuse the, like, a, a, a imply that he can get away from the infectious okay. area right okay. now. Um, uh. you can come with us and take us down to where we need to go, so that we can inspect those with um more abilities, so we can make sure that this hasn't hasn't infected the whole world. Okay. Or the make... whole, infected, the, infected your, your prison further. All right. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh, that's good. 19. Okay. Um, he oh. looks, he looks at the other guard standing right next to him and he goes, um, and he stands up a little bit straight and he goes, yes, if that's what's required, <laughs> if that's what is necessary, um, then yes, I think we should we should go. <laughs> and uh, as he as uh, they both walk with you guys back to the elevator, um, he leans over to the other guard, and um, he said, I, "I think I heard wasn't someone going crazy in in, in level seventy two? Um, I think I heard someone. Was that? I, I don't know." And as they're sort of murmuring to themselves, you guys make your way over to the elevator. Uh, did they leave the key with us with Timmy? I was just going to take the stairs. Oh, take the stairs. Because okay. I figured I need an elevator to get to D, but I might For not, sure. but the stairs might be able to get through. And I For still sure. have my key. You've got your key, yes. Um, okay, so as you guys take the stairs, there is one elevator, only one elevator now at level at this level that you guys are currently on. Um, but you guys are taking the stairs. Are you guys? Should we take the elevator to seven to the bottom of 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 A? And then take the stairs? What is our plan? <laughs> We're gonna just try to get down to D without a key. We have to go up to get to D. Oh, you can't there you can't go this once you get to the bottom no. of A, there's no we stairs. We have to get up. We have to go up to sub-level one. So the way that D. these and, and you could sort of see when you were at the top with the elevator, the way that these are set up is that sub-block A is a massive column that goes down into the mm. ground. Next to that completely separate, no attachment. Uh, Subblock B is a big cylinder that goes directly into the ground. Okay. Yeah, so you, you, need to go, building, yeah. Yeah. you need to go up 
over to the other elevator and then down in order to get to mm, me. I didn't know that. Kellick, what should I do? Uh, maybe I should go with you. Then. Well, we can't. We can't all go. So do you want to go or not? I mean, we can't. What are you talking about? We can't, Somebody's got to make sure that Timmy and Zeta are handled to appropriate. Do we feel like this? Well, you're going to come back with Zeta, right? Do we feel no, like Jim is okay? I was going to check. I was going to go get Xavier. Well, what if? Oh, I thought you were going to plead our case to, for Zeta. No, I told you to plead our case for Zeta. Are they no, whispering all this yes, to I each did. other? <laughs> I, I, At this point, I, I, you have I, all convened. <laughs> this is a group discussion. Oh, oh okay, great. This I turned to all, Faraday. Yeah. They're doing it again. And I just sort of look bemused, but also like trying um, to hear, see if I can hear anything and observe the guards to see the if they're. Like how they're doing the and if they've look, changed. The way we look, I mean, I want it to. I want to like perform as if we're talking about dream rot, but we're talking, but we're talking about what we're talking about. So okay. I wanted to imply that we are super nervous about dream rot, but we're not talking about that. Okay. Right. Well, someone has to go make sure Zayd is actually going to come up. So I'll go do that, and you can go do what you need to do. Oh, no, somebody's got to stay here. What are you talking about? What is the what we is the purpose somebody, of staying here? We, we sent know somebody the to go get Zeta. We sent somebody to go get Zeta. So we have to, someone has to wait for them yeah. to get back. He hasn't come back yet. So something might have gone amiss. Someone what does that help with us the going? The guard we sent doesn't know the the risk, the danger here. He can't press upon them the way I can. Fine, go and I'll Why stay don't... here. I was more so going. I told what I told the guard was that I was going to go and check the p- more powerful people to make sure that they didn't have dream rot. Also, meaning I was going to go start to look for other people. Right. So this is still that. I don't understand no, what not. your claim is. I'm not trying to get Zeta. Yeah, and I am. So go get Zeta and I'll stay here then. Why wouldn't you also do what you intended to do? As you guys are debating this, (laughs) you hear an elevator begin to come down. You hear the clicks of the gears as the elevator comes down. And you can see two figures on that elevator. One of them is a tiefling woman and the other is the guard (sighs) that you guys had sent up. All right. As you see the tiefling woman step off of the elevator... You can see she is visibly pissed. Like she is, <laughs> she is not happy. Um, you can see that she is wearing her her this very plain prison garb. And as she steps off of the elevator, um, she says, "All right, what am I doing here?" Is she in chains still? She is currently in chains. Yes. Your glory, Zeta. Thank you for coming. I I understand that the rest are under. Um, my name is Kenneth Gray. Uh, I'm uh, a cleric of Zachariel. And as you are sort of reaching your hand out, she leans forward and she spits in your hand. Oh. Um, I I don't even skip a beat. I just, I waggle my hand (laughs) to get rid of the saliva. Um, We have a very serious condition here uh, that only you can handle and that you may need to return to your temple to uh, uh, ameliorate. She looks around at all of you. I give her a very meaningful look as I say <laughs> Um, Make a persuasion check to try and get your point across. Oh, it was bound to happen eventually. Mm. 12. A 12. Um, she looks at the rest of you and she says, no. No. Take me back to my cell. What I'm saying is you might need to leave the prison to help this man who's in danger. She looks over at Timmy, who Timmy is still like, he's not really even <laughs> focusing on anything. He's sort of letting his <laughs> eyes wander everywhere. Um, 
And Kellick, actually, I'm going to have, uh, since Kellick and Olmar are right there, I'm going to have both of you guys make an insight check for me. Fifteen. Natural one. Natural one. Oh. Nice. Um, Olma, you see as soon as she looks at Timmy, she looks back at you guys, and there's sort of like a little... She's interested. Hmm. She's, she, you can tell she's sort of hooked right now. And she walks over to Timmy, and uh, she puts her hand up to the rest of you guys, and she says, I'm going to need a moment to inspect by myself, if you don't mind. Right. And she walks up to Timmy, and she kneels down next to Timmy. There's a couple moments that go by. You can hear them whispering back and forth, <laughs> but uh-huh. you can't really discern any of the words. And she stands back up, and she walks back out to you, and she looks at the guards. She says, this is the most extreme case I've ever seen. <laughs> We need to get him out of here immediately. Um, And I expect this this group right here to be uh, well-versed in this knowledge as if they can can pick it out of of the group. You have thousands of prisoners here and they they were able to to pick out one with dream rot. This is, you have a a worthy crew here on your hands. Um, What we're going to need to do, I cannot uh, handle this by myself here. We're going to, as uh, the gentleman said earlier, we're going to have to take this back to uh, a temple and have this remedied. Um, so, uh, let's, let's all move. And I'm going to look at her and I said, but the, the risk of, of, of this spreading to our most powerful and, and to the most, um, to our, the strongest of them is, is too, is too high for the us to leave. The greater the mind, the greater the imagination. <laughs> it's too high for us to leave right The greater now. the risk. Of course. Um, uh, while we head back, perhaps, um, you all could, could inspect the rest of the prison, I, I, I feel. Um, and we could, uh, uh, hopefully nip this in the bud. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. It's very, very contagious. It's very important. I'm sort of like stressing of this to the guards. Yeah, we still have our, our things over our yeah. mouth. So wearing our like covers and all that. Of course. Um, we should move quickly. So um, she goes over and she sort of uh, helps Timmy up and Timmy's like looking all over the place. <laughs> and, he, um, and she helps him out of the cell and um, uh, if, if we move quickly, we might be able to, to stop this here. Um, and the guards step to the side and, and let you move towards the elevator. Is she gonna start heading up, or is she, she is walking? Okay, with so Timmy we're all, so we're all, we all need to go up, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Anyway, so let's all get on the elevator and go <laughs> yeah, up. We all, we all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are there any guards coming with us if we get on the elevator? Two guards are coming okay. with you. Yes. As we pass that floor where I was hearing the noise come from, I'm gonna see if I can direct my head and sight in the direction where that was coming from. Okay. Just so I can catch a glance, perhaps. As you are going up, you hear more and more clearly with each level. And in your native tongue, you can start <gasps> to pick out words in your cage sky. Uh. And as you get up to about level 49, you look around, you, you take a quick, quick glance around, and you can see in one of the cells a flurry of feathers. And a couple of them even poof out from the cell and begin to fall down this elevator shaft. I'd like to... So all I see are the feathers. I can't see it, like... You cannot see the creature within, but uh, you can see this this mass of, of um, essentially feathers. You can't pick out the creature itself. I start going nuts in, in the pocket. 
uh, and again, try to get out. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to let him. <laughs> Here we go again. Come on. Okay. I mean, um, if he's freaking out, then I would know in advance to like yes. keep an eye yeah. on him and and not let him. I think it's safe to say he's freaking out at yeah. this point. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to attempt to pop out of the pocket. Yeah. Just first. Just first. Foremost. Okay. Um, once again, a <laughs> acrobatics check from both of you. And he's the only one that hears this commotion and sees these feathers? Um. Yes, he is. Okay. <gasps> I rolled a dirty 20. I rolled an eight. Oh! oh. Um, God, yeah. Oh, my God. But he was just poking his head out first, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> just to get out of the pocket. This was to He's get out of the out, pocket. Baby. Oh, okay. Oma, you lose your concentration for just a split second as these voices and the screams off of the walls are hitting your ears. Shreya, you have just a moment. You jump out, and Oma, you notice, and you go to reach, and... He slips through your fingers. And I just stare after him and say, well, I guess Shreya's gone forever and he's going to wake up in a prison. Good for him. <laughs> Do we all see the mice, the, the mouse jump out? Yes. As you guys are moving up. There's no way to talk about your pet, Oma. <laughs> Shreya, you jump out and you land on the platform of level 49. Well, do we see him guys, land? Can, yes. can I shout something out? Wait, did you hear that? Kellick, it, it sounds like somebody might on this floor might have it. I, uh, I didn't hear anything fun. Stop the thing! Oh boy. Stop the elevator! Faraday, you've got the key. Do I go to stop the elevator? Okay, you guys are about halfway between level 48 and 49. While this is all happening, I'm making my way over to that Shreya, cell. <laughs> you get to the cell, and you see um, these these brown feathers in a, a like this, this moving mass. And sitting in the corner, you can just make out a beak and you can hear from within the cell. The wind and the sky, betwixt my wings, I'm free, I can fly. The cell cannot contain me. This cell, I cannot take it anymore. Uh, I look over, I actually uh, climb to, uh, or scurry over to the feet, uh, or if they're sitting down, uh, and I, I look I look this being up and down. Is this is a person of my race, I would imagine? This is, yes. Uh, Probably eats rats. Is there a... Uh, <laughs> Well, if I'll hopefully not. If I, if I need to do more athletics, I will. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna. Do, is this? Is this? Do I recognize this as any kind of relation, or is this someone? Is this a just another person of my race? Um, make a insight check for me. And just let us know whenever we start going back to get level. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. You, for a moment, you didn't recognize this person as they're sitting here in the corner, fully grown Aarakocra with um, owl features and these dark brown, um, dark brown feathers. You almost didn't recognize him because you had seen him years previously when he was much, much younger. You know this to be Tito, the son of your tribe's shaman. Uh, I look up at Tito and I crane my head to the side. How much time has it been since we left the inn now? Um, about two hours. Okay. So I'm going to look around the floor. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to try to spot like 
in my knowledge of how the guards were moving before in their dance and their, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, my previous recon, uh, are there any that I would be an ice shot, eye shot of at the current moment? At the current moment, you see that all of the guards are currently in the guard post, um, or you had met the guards on your floor. They are not within eyeshot of you. No, they're sort of in their in their little guard post. They cannot see you. I am bonus actioning out of wild shape. Yeah, you okay. are. And I'm going, but I'm going to, but I'm going to assume the same position as Tito and mirror myself right behind them, so that it perhaps might create some kind of mirage, as if. Okay. Yes, a, a terrible one at that, but <laughs> it's something. So I'm bonus actioning, wild shaping out. Uh, are you in the cell or outside of the cell? I'm in the cell because okay. I crawled through the bars okay. and as a as a you know little guy. Uh, and as soon as I morph out, uh, I in a hushed tone I say, "My brother, my brother, what brought you here?" I can't sell. <laughs> Don't worry. I want to get you out of here somehow. I need you to keep doing exactly what you're doing. Only imagine things. Imagine the most wild flights of fancy you've ever seen or heard of, and you need to spout that into the air right now. And I can get you out of here. The wind, the wind, and the sky. No, no, crazier than that. It's gotta be. It's gotta be more wild than that. What is the most incredible wild beast you've ever seen? All this is in hushed tones and as quickly as I can. A creature of gems. Gems, pure gems, blue gems. Louder, louder. Blue gems. So they gems. can hear you. I see it. I see it. It's here. I will not be this form any longer, but you must keep doing exactly what you're doing, and you will be out of here soon. And I bonus action wild shape back into the rat. Yeah, you do. Okay, okay. Um, we can do this, guys. We can do this. As his voice is morphing from your native tongue into common, um, the rest of you begin to hear this, this shouting of, the creature made of gems and diamonds. It's here. I tried to flint. Yeah, that does yeah. sound bad. Yeah, yeah, we should check it out. And then I'll, I'll yeah, motion to lower the uh, elevator back down to the level so we can okay. go and check it out. You guys lower the elevator back down. And at this point, five guards come out from the guard post. The two guards that are with you hold up their hands and they say, we've got a situation here. I'm going to need you guys to go back into uh, into the guard post. You guys need to, to stay there. And if you see any hallucinations, you need to report this immediately. And they all go back into their guard post. Yeah, come on, guys. And you guys walk over and you see in this cage uh, a little rat right next to uh, a a owl with these, these dark brown feathers. Yeah. About the same size and shape as Shrya. I shake my head, <laughs> try. And I look up with my little rat face, and uh, again, in this kind of same form I did before, just kind of raise my hands and <laughs> my head to the side. Okay. Um, are you guys opening up the cage? Yeah, with a, with a searing look to, to Rat Shrya. <laughs> rat, okay. rat Raya. All right. Um, and as Tretta. Tito stands up, you can see um, his arms are, are free, but you see this leather brace around his chest, and you can see his win- wings completely pinned back. Um, and he's sort of slowly, like, shaking, steps out of the cell. In very much the same manner, I'm inspecting his ear canals, and okay. I'm giving meaningful looks to Zeta. Ah, 
cochlear acoustic therapy, don't you think? Um, uh, yeah, I, I could not agree more. I could not. <laughs> um, and Shreya, I'm gonna have you make an insight check for me. Mm. Uh, 23. Shreya's rolling Jeez, well today. Let's go. Yeah, We're all doing pretty Shreya, well with rolls. Um, you look into Tito's eyes and you see when you go underground and even right now, that feeling that you get of being trapped tenfold Oy. for Tito. Um, you don't know how long it's been, but with when you went into a cell, like the mutterings seemed a little bit on the side of possibly going insane. Um, but he steps out and you guys usher him over to the elevator, I assume? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Very calmly. Calmly and assuredly. We're walking. We're calm yeah. <laughs> Um, You guys put the key back in. Um, I'm going to like put my foot out for Shia to climb back up. Okay. And I am going to hop back into the pocket with, once I get in, my hands clutching the fold of the pocket and my gaze whenever it comes back into my gaze over at Tito. <laughs> and as you guys begin to ascend back up, the yells around you, some of them fade away. And you begin to hear, No, please, take me with you! <laughs> no, no, no! And you hear off on another floor, No, 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 I've got it too! I've got it too! Please, please, bring me with you! And these voices begin to culminate into pleas for help to take them mm -mm. with you too as you guys begin to rise up. I'm going to turn to the guards and I'm going to say, As you can see... It is, it is easy to tell who has it and who doesn't by those who are aware of us moving them. And he sort of like, you can see, takes mental note of that, of like, okay, I, uh, something to look out for. I kind of just like crouched and in in more of into like a ball and just kind of like have my my hands over my ears trying to block this out. And just, it reminds me of just other types of prisons. Okay. <laughs> Sensible thing. It does transfer through the ear canal. So, and I, I, I just sort of like follow suit. And I'm just like, like I kind my, of, I don't smile. I just shake I my head. I pull the rag over my ears. That's a okay. gesture. Um, but you guys make your way up the elevator, floor by floor. You guys ascend, and eventually, with each tick, you guys hear the the elevator and the gears turning. And you guys get up to the final sub level, and you look over to the stairs that you guys had come down. And you can see a massive sheet of stone now covering them, sealing you guys off from the top floor. And as you guys look around, you see six guards, dwarven, in full plate armor, with spears and shields. And right in the middle of them, you see a massive Goliath man. Of course. The warden. <laughs> as he looks to all of you and says, I don't remember ordering an inspection team. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. You guys got pretty far in that. But that is where we're going to call it. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Hey, nerds, it's Shane. If you like what you just listened to, please make sure you are subscribed and have followed. And uh, if you could leave us a like, if you're on our YouTube page, that would be super, super helpful for that robotic thing that rules our very lives, the algorithm. And if you feel inspired, uh, please do leave us a comment on our YouTube videos or shoot us a message on Instagram or Twitter, VentureForthDND on all social media platforms. Uh, we just launched a website, VentureForthDND.com. Dude, 
we did it. It's beautiful, by the way. Ethan designed it, and he really crushed it. It is so, so, so cool. So check that out. Uh, just just to have your, your eyeballs amazed for a little while. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, nerds. <laughs>